1: I don't even know where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like, <laughs> Lone Star. It's like, I'm running low on oxygen. <laughs> uh, <let's
2: see. laughs> I can't breathe in this thing. <laughs>
1: <coughs> All right, so I think the last that was 320. Okay, so this is going to be episode 330. 330? Yes. Not as much fun as 420. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a so, ways to go. That's right. Uh, well, yeah. for better or for worse, welcome to the Comic Book Pit Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host Dan, uh, Disco Dan, as uh, I'm, I'm also called here in uh, beautiful Beachview, Pennsylvania. Oh. We're good. And uh, uh, with me, as always, the uh, s- co-host Scott, the Hannibal Headland. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Or the cannibal, not the the Hannibal, the Hannibal, Hannibal the cannibal, Hannibal, the cannibal, cannibal head. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, please never do that again. <laughs> it looks really weird when you laugh through that mask. <laughs> yeah. Wait. You it's stick- like a.
2: I could. Be, I could be also be Slipknot or can something. You, can I you, think. Can you stick your tongue through it?
1: <laughs> do I want to? That's some weird questions. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I can. Yeah. And then uh, on the other end, uh, equally as terrifying, in a different way, <laughs> Spider-Link. S- Spider-Link? Hello.
2: Spider-Link. <laughs> so, um, Let's find out what Spider-Link thinks.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yes, this is uh, going to be your one-stop shop for uh, comic book reviews and discussions. Tonight, we're just going to... I think we're going to kind of... Uh, merge our format a little bit for tonight yeah. we're going to do uh some reviews and some talk and uh trying to to pass out from all the uh overheated plastics we're wearing on <laughs> our, our heads and faces yeah um, it smells interesting i'm
0: <laughs> <laughs> not really sure what i'm what fabric this is made out of but
1: i think calling it fabric is it's kind of a yeah. is a leap yeah, probably yes I, I mean if you need to go to bonnet mode you know it's you just a, it's, it's just no, a, I'm gonna, I mean you if know, you see
0: me stop moving <laughs>
1: just we'll just keep going yeah, yeah just keep, keep going, going. <laughs> podcast Verite. <laughs> Pour poor out to the to the pod father <laughs> Nick Marino. there you go so uh yeah so so um well you know what, let's uh let's get started with some uh some uh comic or no some uh just some conversation I know yeah Duke you had uh some you had something you wanted to yeah, to bring up. This is gonna be weird. Should
2: I? I don't know. If it's up to you.
1: Whatever you're comfortable doing. Here, I'm
2: gonna lift this off for now. Yeah. While
1: you're, talking. While you're talking. While
2: i um, chop my head off here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> careful! Careful with that sharp plastic. Oh yeah. Here, we'll do
2: it like that. Just for kids. Ooh, that's that's a look. Ooh, I tell look you what. That. I
1: think you should. I think the you should hair? keep that. Yeah. I might leave it. Like, yeah. There you <laughs> that's go. Nice. All right. Your wife's going to be like, honey, how was the podcast? she will be like, check out my new heritage. She's watching it right now. I told her to tune in. I'm like, you don't want to miss this. Uh,
2: so, um, yeah, I wanted to talk about the Baltimore Comic-Con that I recently attended. And um, first of all, thank you to the Baltimore Comic-Con for um, having us, you know, as a comic book pit there uh, to do the, you know, kind of to... Um, experience the show and and spread the good word of mm-hmm. uh, a great comic show. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's been I want to say there it was actually their 20th year, I believe. Wow. Or at least 20 years that I, they've been yeah, doing the show. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um and it was I haven't been there in like pr- probably 10 years. Mhm. Um and it's was every bit as good as I remember it and better. In, in many ways, and I brought stuff that I saw there. Cool. Um, I had a lot of great experiences. Um, first of all, I will also say Baltimore Comic Con is a uh, like a comic book uh, fans' dream show um, because they bring in their their celebrity. They had a couple celebrities. Okay. Um, you know, like the what you would expect from other shows. But their, their real celebrities are the writers and artists and creators of comic books, mm-hmm. and like awesome. there's no shortage of awesome people there, and it and it's on every level too. It's you know from uh, you know old old school guys and um, geez now I'm going to forget some, <laughs> but uh, and uh, you know like Jim Lee, you know from that okay. you know that big of a name to you know the people in artist alley and these are you know these are all people that are trying to break into the business and and it's and a lot of times you know even with artist alley you kind of are like oh no they're gonna attack me you know with their (laughs) with their sales pitches you know but honestly the quality of work was amazing even you know i mean for um people that are trying to break in like their the level of work was really good even in you know, mm-hmm. where you would think, like, oh, these are all just people, you know. This is not, like, people, um, you know, drawn on a piece of paper and folded it in half and trying to sell it. This right.
1: Is, this is qual- It's quality work. They brought their right A-game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we... And I also want to talk about the layout of the show. Um, it was in a new venue from when I had <laughs> been there. Like, it was still in the um, convention center mm-hmm. in the Inner Harbor. Um. But they had moved it up the street just a little, you know, to the other uh, wing of the convention center. So mm-hmm. that was a little new. It was all in the basement, like, or downstairs, I should say. But great layout. And they um, had it so uh, you could experience a lot of different levels of the show, um, you know, without like, you know, without it, it wasn't like segregated. You mm-hmm. know, there wasn't like a. You know, you know, like some of the shows, there's a wall, and then there's vendors, and then there's you know yeah. creators and stuff like that. Everything was integrated, so like if you immediately turn, you walk in the door, you immediately turn left, you were seeing all the big celebrity names mm. on that side, and then they also had their celebrity guests over there. Um, if you looked right in front of you, you were right in vendor, vendor heaven. I mean, and it was, you know. I, I actually knew some of the vendors just from doing toy shows, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you come all the way down from Ohio. And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, like, uh, shout out to Adam's uh, Action Adams Action Comics, I think is what it's called. Out in Ohio. He was there. And then uh, Bill's Books and More from Ohio was also there. And, um, and then to the right-hand side... Um, it was weird because there was like a there was sort of a level thing where on the right hand side it was a lot of um, well known artists, but they weren't attached to a uh, publisher, okay, which yeah. also on the left hand side there were there was publishers. So it was like you you kind of got it all as soon as you walked in the door. You could walk in any direction, and then as you kind of traveled down through the vendors area, then you got into that. Um, like um, creators that are well known, mm-hmm. but have broken loose from the artist alley. Yeah. Um. You know, somebody like Katie Cook, and um, uh, David Peterson from you know that does Mouse Guard. Oh, yep. oh yeah. And these guys, you know, and they all had so they were kind of like in that next level. And then like you would go back, and they actually had a kids section, which was awesome. Um. The only guy I knew there though was. I know Franco from uh, from the old days. Oh yeah, you know, yeah Franco yeah. and Art yeah, yeah, Balthazar. Yeah. Right. Well, Franco was there, and then um, and um, then Artist Alley was in the back, and it was like at, looking at the map. I was like, oh man, they they got like shafted. You know, they're like mm-hmm. in the back yeah, yeah, yeah. of the hall, <laughs> but it was so deep. I mean, it was like you know, like at New York Comic Con, it was like two or three hundred tables right. of artists and. Um, you know, I was seeing a lot of people that I knew, too, from, you know, through there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just the layout of the show was awesome. Um, so, my my main goal, though, like, for me, personally, was to get Adam Hughes uh, to draw oh, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, so I, I saw what I, you posted, but let's see it. I brought it with me. Nice. Because I figured I could show I to, it off. i have to take the mask off yeah. for this for so sure. <laughs> I'll hold it up to the camera, but this is my... My Adam Hughes, yeah, he drew this in four minutes, which is unbelievable. Fifty dollars. He's like, he's like, he just looks at you real quick and he's that looks awesome. He's like, what do you want? And I'm like, I'm like, classic Princess Leia with the with the buns. Yeah, with the hair buns. He's like, okay, and (laughs) then he just starts drawing, and then like, it's so cool to watch him because when you know, he does. I'm gonna hold it up again on camera, but. Like he comes down with this line off the shoulder and bounces it. Yeah. And when he does that, it's kind of like he's he's ending the drawing, and then um, like like a flourish. Yeah. And he kind of does that because he does this portrait style for all mm-hmm. for all characters, and then he started doing all the stars and everything in the back. I was like, he's not stopping. <laughs> and then he just kind of paused and looked at it, and then hit hit his initials, and he's like, there you go. And I was like, I I was just like, I love it. And then I just backed away into the crowd and disappeared. <laughs> like I, didn't, I didn't know what else to do. I was like, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I love it. Thank you. And and, and I just melted into the into Scott, the scene. Scott was like that that gif of uh, Homer, Homer Simpson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. backing was into the into the hedges. Unreal, unreal. So and he did um, he did like thirty or forty mm-hmm. in the, in the line before they capped it. So. I was like number 8 in the line. Oh wow. Cuz I like we, we were went messing on, around. Yeah, this was my <laughs> goal and I went on Friday and I immediately got in line. Like I waited an hour ahead too. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um and that was the right thing to do because Saturday and Sunday the yeah. show was so busy. So Friday was the day to go. And then um I also went to um <laughs> you'll love this one. <laughs> but I'm afraid to even show it, but okay. I I will. But um, uh, another artist who's kind of getting a lot of notoriety nowadays is uh, Nathan Zerti. and he's doing a lot of cover artists cover art for um, underground like not underground, but for, like for comic shops and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Do very special variant oh, covers, right. and they're and they're always like the cheesecake, you know. But he does like a pinup style, like mm-hmm. and they're really like these sexy pinups, you know. But it's still like that Gil Elvgren, like old school you know, poses, mm-hmm. but just all sauced up for, you know, for the now. Right. So anyway, I was like, hey, man, how much do you charge for covers? You know, because I'm just talking. And I actually met him at uh, Steel City Con a few years, like a year or two ago, and I didn't even know it. But uh, he's like, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, like talking to you. And um, so I'm like, well, how much do you charge? And he's like, how about 40 bucks? I'm like, here's a here's a comic. <laughs> so I hand him Harley Quinn. Okay. And... I let him have it all weekend, and he <laughs> so he did this, uh, <laughs> this uh, crazy whoa uh, Harley. <laughs> I mean, it looks... flip. Wow! And yeah. I was like, "What?" And it's so funny. Oh yeah, he's taking. So this will be all all over social media. But uh, wow, that's. But it says, but you flip it back over, you know, like right side up, and it's kind of funny because. Um, and it says, how do I get myself into these situations? <laughs> and, you know, and this is the kind of stuff, like, this one, I th- honestly, I thought, um, is a little cr- probably crazier than what he normally draws for, Okay. you know, for work. But I was like, this is still awesome. So this was, yeah. a, I mean, for me, this is the first time I've ever really had somebody do covers and, like, get artwork yeah, on like them. like a commission. So these were the two I got, and, you know... <laughs> I was cracking up. And I and his art his art's insane. I ended up buying like a bunch of prints as well. Yeah. And um Um Wanted to talk about a couple other people I met. And then I'll be done. And then the so. mask goes back on. Yeah, and then the mask <laughs> goes back on. Um I got to I got to meet the guy that writes The Ride, which was pretty cool. Oh, okay. You know, like he's written the entire series and he was telling me about how he Um, selects artists to draw different, you know, because every issue is a different artist. Mm -hmm. So he was telling me just how that process works, which I thought that was pretty awesome. And I ended up picking his books up. Um, So this one was another one I... um, uh, Leela Lee's. I'll hold this up. And this is a new book that just came out this week called The Horde. There's a different cover in the comic book shops. Oh, okay. Um, And this was the you know, like a convention special cover. Yeah. So I That's cool. Like, I'll I'll take, like, I like it. that cover. Yeah. I don't know if you want to flip through sure. it. But um, Crystal and I met uh, Lee Le- Le- um, um at the New York Comic-Con Special Edition show. Mm-hmm. And it was literally her first show in America. Like, that was just wow. like a crazy thing. So like, you know, coming back and seeing her at another show and like how far she's progressed because like she she uh, works with Aftershock and she's been doing books with them for ever since, you know. Mm. Yeah, um, this looks cool. Yeah, and actually Marshall Dillon lettered that I book. I saw it I saw his name on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> That's <was> great. <laughs> I was like I was like, yeah, I know Marshall Dillon. She's like, "Oh yeah, he he's he's a great guy." And and she basically was like, "I never met him. I don't know him." <laughs> but I was like, "No, he's cool. He's cool." And um so it's just that was just one of them cool things, you know, just to meet, uh, you know, see somebody progress like that, and then, um, and her works. I mean, you got to follow her Instagram if any, like, cause she'll doodle the craziest stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I saw something in there. It was yeah. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, <it's>, <laughs> this is <laughs> it's an interesting book. <laughs> Basically, Horde is about. Uh, um, this girl inherits uh, the family house, and but the ha- the house is, like, possessed.
0: Gotcha. So, so, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, that's the horde, apparently. Yeah.
0: So, and I saw the thing that kind of looked like a Cenobite mixed with, like, the, the three-breasted <laughs> lady from... Um, <laughs> right. Oh, geez. Geez. From whatchamacallit. Yeah.
2: Um, the other person uh, that I wanted to mention was just... This was just me being a, a crazy loon, <laughs> and not wearing a Hannibal mask, um, <laughs> was... Uh, I met Carl Moline... Oh yeah, who did who had illustrated all the Buffy comics right. for quite a while? I don't Which, know if you, remember, how? if you remembered him. And he did Frey. Oh, did the, was that his name? Yeah, yeah. I think
1: Carl Moline, right? There was there were two like main artists. There was Carl Maline, I think I think first, and then George's. I'm, I'm thinking oh, George's, George's Gin, Gin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. oh that's came, right. He came later. Right. But he also did a lot, but yeah, Carl Moline did a lot too. That's right. So this yeah. was Carl, and
2: okay. He was talking about how long he's been in the business. I'm like, wait, how old are you? And he's like, he's like 46. I'm like, oh, I'm oh 40, God. I'm 47. I'm yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> almost I'm right, 46. Yeah, I'm like, I'm right there with you. And he's like, oh, I've been, um, but like, what was crazy about him was he, he was just talking so much about the positivity of life, and then he had like this philosophy that he wanted to share and. I was like, dude, you're like, I have never, I was like, you're so on my wavelength, you're freaking me out. <laughs> like, because he's just thinking, he's had all these crazy deep thoughts that he wanted to share. And I was like, this is like the best. And then I, I was like, well, you know, like how much your prince, he's like, he's like, I don't even care. He goes, he's like, this is worth more money, more to me than money, like this wow. conversation. And I was like, my God, like, this is so <laughs> cool. And I was just like, this is like a uh, like a soul brother kind of thing, you know. I was like, this is weird, dude. Yeah. And like, I even threw out, cause I always have these crazy thoughts about life, and I even threw a couple at him just to see what he would do. And he's like, that's really cool. That's really interesting. And then, you know, I was like, okay, you're messing with me now. <laughs> and no, yeah, but it, you know, but it was awesome. Yeah, you know? that's great. So um,
1: that's nice because because you, you you don't often get interactions with that like that level at a show like this, you know, where most people, I mean, not in a bad way, but most people are there for a specific reason to get exposure or to make, you know, make some bucks or to, you know, get in front of the fans. Yeah. But to have like a real, like personal, like a real conversation. Yeah. Like something that you'll remember. Yeah. For a while. That's yeah. He's right. That is worth more than than money. He was. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He, he was, he was great. Um, and now, and he's trying to, you know, basically he's making inroads back into comics he said he got kind of got out of it for a little bit. Um, but still working, you know, graphic design doing his thing. Oh he's a talented dude. Oh I yeah. He, he's like multi talented I, uh, I never
1: really th- designer. I never, never know, really so. knew that he I kind of I mean I kind of forgot about him, but I just you Yeah, know, I, I would have not thought that he was out of the out of the game.
2: Right. And that's you know? usually I think what happens with a lot of comic artists too is they just change into and go into a different field mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. I think I even you know, like um like Guy Davis is my favorite. Like he's my my guy. That's he's guy. my guy. Yeah. Um, but I I saw his name I th- just the other night on something he was credited, and I was like, what? You know, like mm-hmm. like, like on a show. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because he's in like doing Hollywood type stuff now. So, you know, it's like, well, that's why I didn't keep drawing BPRD. You know, like that makes <laughs> sense. But um, there was tons of other people we talked to. We we met so many people there. And I can't think of all of them, and I actually still want to write like a just do a written review for the, um, you know, for the site. Yeah. So, but I'll leave it at that, and um, you know, Baltimore is like uh, a slam dunk show, you know, to
1: go. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, I I haven't been in years, but I but I still remember going, and yeah, I mean, I I I need to get back. Yeah. Because I'm sure it's only grown by leaps and bounds since I've been there.
2: (laughs) The Friday, the Friday um, day is awesome too because if you have books that you want signed mm-hmm. or get artwork, you know, you jump in and there's there's no wait. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a little bit of wait. You know, like we mm. were we were standing by Jeff Lemire for, he was busy. Sure. Like yeah. Nonstop. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else we saw that was just funny. Um, oh shoot, I can't remember his name. I'll I'll, I'll put it up in the photos. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, but anyway, awesome. Baltimore. Go 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 see it next year. Definitely. So
1: And now oh. I'll pull my mask down. <laughs> Back into character. Um well, you know, just to real quick um transition from that to uh, another show, since we are the official podcast of the Three Rivers Comic Con. We are. Yes. Um so are have been a couple of uh, just to throw it out there real quick. I've um, Got a couple of guest announcements Ooh. that I uh, got the okay to. Well, they were they were technically they were already announced at uh, the last uh, cosplay karaoke oh, that nice. we had down at the Hard Rock. But um, I know a couple people that are that are coming that I'm that I'm not authorized to oh, reveal yet. He's got inside info. But, <laughs> but the ones I can reveal, um, Brett Breeding Ooh. is coming back. All right. Uh, if if you're a fan of like uh '90s Superman, he mm-hmm. was he was a big uh right Duke. He was uh he did a lot of work with like yeah uh like Ron Friends and yeah yeah it, it was like a like a '90s Superman Mafia of you know those guys over oh, at yeah. DC and uh Guy Gilchrist
2: oh nice
1: who uh did a lot of work on the uh, Muppets yeah uh yeah i
2: met i met him recently oh yeah out at uh the it's not i don't know what they call the show it was like cleveland comic-con he is awesome
1: yeah well that dude is
2: so nice well he's coming to town (laughs) (laughs) and he has tons of artwork for sale like muppet stuff like it's so good so
1: and i and i think he also did some work on like tmnt yeah and some yeah i I don't remember exactly what but uh the guy's got a, a like a, a huge body of work
2: yeah he does and he has all this original artwork he has mm-hmm. with him like for sale and it's it's incredible yeah he's super he was super nice he was like their their celebrity at that show like they had one mm-hmm. you know like and we got to talk to him for like 10 10 minutes nice so, that's cool
1: yeah yep. yeah so yeah so he's coming to town and, uh, like I said, then, uh, Brett Breeding, who, uh, I think we, it, it was, he was not at the last year's three Rivers Comic-Con, but I think he was at the one the year before. Yeah. Or maybe he was there. I don't, I don't remember. It, it all, it all, it's all blur, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, yeah. So more, more, uh, guests as the, uh, as they are, are announced. That's awesome. And, um. John also wanted me to remind everyone that for uh, for announcements like this and for uh, to get a you know advanced notices and a heads up on uh, all kinds of things about the uh, Three Rivers Comic Con that there is a specific 3RC mailing list that you can Ooh. sign up for. So if you go to ThreeRiversComicCon.com, uh, you can sign up to uh, you know kind of be first in the know for all that uh, you know 3RC goodness. So. Um, Let's see.
2: Oh, yeah, I met Frank Cho. I forgot that.
1: Oh, awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't met him before. Wait, I was going to say, you've probably met him before. I met right? him many, yeah. But, yeah, Frank Cho was yeah. there, too. Oh, my God.
1: The monkey boy. Yeah. Himself.
2: I, uh, he had his book of uh, outrage. Oh, right. So mm. the, all the collected sketch covers that he, yeah. he's, he's done, they were all
1: collected into one book. Oh, was, my gosh. I had to buy it. I was like, yeah, give me that. He's. I <laughs> mean, talk about, like, taking something and just making... Yeah. Money hand over fist. Yeah. Over it. You know, I mean. So good. Yeah. God love you, Frank Cho. <laughs> Keep making that money, man. <laughs> off of his uh, boobs and butts. <laughs> Keep it going. Um, so, I don't know. You guys want to talk about some comics? Sure. Sure. Cool. Um, I'm going to go first if you guys don't mind. Go for it. So, uh,. I think it's it's not there's it's no it's no big secret uh, my feelings overall about the uh, Batman. Oh boy. Uh, of late. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but this is good. Okay. This is good. So. Um, City of Bane. No, I I, oh. I It's not any of the regular issues. Oh. Um, I heard about the uh, the annual. Oh. Batman Annual Number no. Four. Uh, written by Tom King. Nice. But also, uh, but the art by. Um, oh uh jorge i think it's a uh, fornes um who i'm a big fan of he's got a great clean style it looks v- it's very reminiscent of uh like a uh, like a david Mazzucchelli. Mm-hmm. uh so like and and the and the the annual is basically a series it's it's um the the title of it is from the diary of alfred pennyworth and it's literally, like, just a series of one or two, maybe at the most, three-page vignettes. Just these short blasts of Batman's career. Mm. And this is, like, old-school Batman where he's, like... It, it, he looks like year one Batman because he's got, like, the black cape. and, But he's got, like, the kind of the big bulky belt, utility mm-hmm. belt. Um, no gadgets, no armor, mm-hmm. you know, nothing like that. But it's just... Um, it's Alfred telling these, um, just recounting different, exp- uh, adventures and cases from, for over the years. Um, and it's everything from like, uh, Batman chasing bank robbers on horseback over the rooms <laughs> of Gotham to him, like fighting a dragon in the middle of Gotham city because <laughs> Gotham is apparently cursed to, um, uh, him fighting a, uh, a uh, ultimate f- uh, like a like a mixed like an MMA fighter for charity, um, and to a murder mystery to um, he's riding a like a kaiju at one point point. Oh, he's he he catches a train from underneath it uh, he he's in space he's underwater it's all these like great classic like almost like silver agey types mm-hmm. of um uh, stories and like i said they're all just like just real quick hits like one like it, it's they start off um when the book starts it's like the the stories are not, again they're not even really stories like i said they're they're just these uh adventures or cases told from uh you know alfred's recounting them in his his diary um they like i think the first one is like four pages and they, like the next ones are like three pages each. And it, it's funny because they, as it gets towards the end, it's just like real quick blast. Like one panel is this one panel is this one panel is this. And it's just, nice. and it's just these great single images and it, and, and, and I loved it. Like this is a book that you could give to anyone. Like ignore the fact that it's, it's an annual. It's like sure, a great. Yeah. Uh, Cause I, I feel like, you know, an, annuals get a, get a bad rap because people, I think tend to skip them or like oh there there's like nothing important oh, happens yeah. in this one or whatever if yeah. it's not part of an event or something Atlantis attacks <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so but but this is I'll I'll say this anyone who likes Batman or who's at all remotely interested in just reading a pure Batman book with no ties to any events any other characters Um, I mean, you barely, I mean, I think you get a glimpse of like Robin at one point and like Catwoman, but like, again, it's just, it's almost like photographs. Yeah. It's almost like a photo album of all these just crazy events that happen throughout, you know, this period of time in Batman's career. And I loved reading it. It was amazing. And like I said, it was written by Tom King who I've, you know, I've got like a love hate relationship with. Um, and, and but the art was amazing. Oh, and uh, Mike Norton oh, nice. does some of the art too. He he fills in towards the end, huh? and he he does a really good job of like. He he. Apes, Fornes' style enough to keep it con- like like a continuity of art styles, mm-hmm. but you can still tell it, it's still Mike Norton. Yeah. But he, he does a really good job of, uh, keeping the art like kind of on nice. on task. Nice. Um, it it makes me a little sad and a little upset that that there wasn't more of this type of storytelling in the regular Batman series. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, it, it's like if there had been more just fun stories like this, yeah. I might have stuck around. What about Kite Man? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I'll, give, no, I'll give you. I'll yeah. give you Kite Man. Hell yeah! But uh, <laughs> I just feel it. like that, yeah. like the his run overall. While you know, yes, I know it's like critically acclaimed, and I did enjoy it for for a, a, a you know a, a bit. Um, it always felt very heavy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like his, his Tom King's run. I, I think he's got a lot to say, mm-hmm. and he he really knows the type of story he wants to tell. But there's like if he had just infused a portion of the joy and fun and like sheer sense of adventure that, you know, if he took just a portion of that from this annual and was able to spread it out throughout his book, yeah. I think it would have made it a like a more, just like a, a better balanced yeah book as opposed to what I feel it is, is just, like I said, it's just real heavy. It's real dark. It's just moody and, uh, like I said, I, I you know that's part of the re- Like I said, I just I, I stopped reading because I just stopped enjoying it. Okay. Um, but this bat this annual is like the the anti that. Okay. <laughs> so did this just come out? Like, I, I think last like last week a week or yeah, it was like a few a week, weeks ago. Yeah, okay. like a week or two I'm, ago. I missed it, I guess. Um, I'll have to look see exactly. So See yeah. people miss annuals. Yeah. And again, through no fault of their own. Well, I mean, like I said, some people purposely skip an annual. I mean, I know I've skipped the annuals. Oh,
0: so, well, I mean, a lot of annuals are
1: bad, if only because...
0: They, I mean, sometimes they'll tie into the story, but other times they'll just be uh, not the original writer for the... Run. Like, it'd be like yeah. Tom King didn't write the annual, it was just some extra up-and-comer writer yeah, that they're like, the here, write yeah. a Batman story,
1: and then you're like, well, yeah, I guess. It, yeah, Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're totally right, Link. Sometimes, like, annuals have definitely been used to give, like... Lesser-known talent, a chance to to, yeah, it gives know, them to some to work. Write mm-hmm. something you know, or editors, draw something.
2: The editors get a look at what they can do or, yeah. Not, yeah. Do or not do or whatever. So,
1: um, but no, but this this annual, I, it's it's well worth checking out. Um, and and it, I think I heard that this might have been technically the last Batman issue that he has actually written. Eighty, yeah, eighty-five is the last. But I mean, like, but like, I think this, like, the, like, the, t- oh. no, he wrote this
2: ap- after, Af- he yeah, wrote it.
1: like, like the timing of it after he finished the, right, movie. so oh, this was okay. like the last thing that he actually wrote that's still part of the Batman, but I guess is line. he
2: doing a Batman and Catwoman? He's doing that, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that doesn't so,
1: that come out in twenty twenty? Doesn't that I mean, come that's out not too probably? Far off.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's two months off, yeah, so it's not too far away. Yeah. yeah,
1: but um, no, like I said, I I I totally loved this annual, uh, and I would. Recommend it to anybody. Go get okay. it, Batman Annual Number Four. You're like, Bite, Scott. Go get it. Yes, I'm looking at you, <laughs> Hannibal. <laughs> go eat, eat it up. <laughs> <You'll get> it. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it with a fine Chianti. <laughs> there it is. Um, do you want to go next, or do you want? Me I
2: to don't go know up? who you're pointing at. Yeah, <laughs> Spidey.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, so one of the Weird things I've been doing. Um, I've been kind of reading a bunch of limited series from Marvel to catch up on important continuity things that have occurred that are relevant right now. Uh, for example, I read—I don't remember—I talked about on the show, but I read the the Life and Times of Captain Marvel, oh, like yeah. a month ago or something, because of the her Kree parentage is a you know here to stay, I guess. Yeah. Um, which that was a really good book. But the other thing I read um, was Rage of Ultron because. Um Ultron Hank Pym is a very prevalent thing in like almost every book I've been reading from Marvel. I, oh. I, they're put they're doing a big push with him um particularly with the uh Dan Slott, um Iron Man book. And apparently that happened in, in Rage of Ultron, which was an original graphic novel thing that yeah. uh, Rick Remender and um I'm blanking on the artist but who who were you saying oh, you thought it, it was, was uh
1: Jerome Peña. Yep. Oh yeah.
0: Um, and yeah, so it it was an interesting story that was told between two different, um, timelines. The the original, like, shortly after, um, well, maybe not shortly after Ultron was a thing, but early on it was like, you know, Quicksilver, Wanda, and like all those folks, um, taking on, uh, Ultron, tricking him into launching himself into space, or (laughs) they like trapped him in a thing, and like. Shot him off into the sun or something, <laughs> and then then the fallout of that, which is like the modern day Marvel, where it's you know, Spider Man. Uh, I, I was telling Dan on the car ride over Sabretooth, oh, yeah, because I guess that was a thing. Um, and some of the more modern people, uh, uh oh, well, obviously, uh, Falcon Captain America and Jane oh, Foster yeah. Thor. So,
2: okay,
0: um, all of them dealing with the fallout of Ultron coming back. And it was like a whole story about, i um, trying to think of the best way to say, like uh, Hank Pym's relation with Ultron and, and AI in general, I guess. Um, at the tail end of it, like at the beginning you see um, Hank being very hopeful about AI and like maybe Ultron can change and blah, blah, blah. And then by the in modern day, Hank Pym's like, no, fuck it, kill every robot. (laughs) And Vision's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Um, So there's like this whole like argument over like the ethics of killing AI and this and that. And um, long story short, at the the end of this story, somehow Hank Pym and Ultron become one. Oh. Um, Hank Pym makes some like ultimate sacrifice kind of thing, and like they merge with Ultron. Oh wow. Um, which is why there's a half-Ultra and Hank Pym that's running around the Marvel Universe right now. Oh, but when it first came hmm. out, I totally skipped it because I was like, oh, it's an original graphic novel, whatever. Yeah. I'll get to it if, if I right. hear good things. And then all yeah. of a sudden, I think I was reading Ant-Man by Nick Spencer. And uh, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, Hank Pym's dead. And I was like, when did that happen?
1: <laughs> You're like, wait yeah, a Yeah, see, minute. I didn't even know that. I, I, I knew that. I knew about Rage of Ultron, but... I never bothered to pick it up because I just thought, oh, it's just like an—they're gonna tell like an out of continuity, yeah, yeah, exactly story, and I'm sure it's good because it's got like you know quality people behind it, but uh, I'm not really interested in reading it. Yeah, but I feel like I'm gonna read it.
0: Yeah, no, it it it, it was it seemed very relevant to a lot of the stuff. Like, um, I was reading um, the second issue of Agents of Wakanda. And uh in that particular issue they were showing everybody like their greatest fears and nightmares and, and there was Ultron um Hank Pym terrorizing the wasp and I was like, Okay, I guess this is a thing. This is what we're worrying about. How,
2: how great is it that we have Spider Man here talking about <laughs> talking about the uh Age of you know, Rage of Ultron. Yep. You yeah. know. He's like, Here I am sitting yeah. there trying to pretty have amazing. a nice, you know whip <laughs> amazing. Yeah. <laughs> spectacular but yeah
0: no it was it was a really good good read um i, I want to <laughs> say it was like maybe 80 90 pages or something oh, worth of comic okay. for like 15 bucks yeah yeah it was. It was oh, that's awesome and it's like hardcover it's, it was a nice like kind of slightly oversized yeah
1: it's pretty cool yeah i'm pretty sure and, and i always forget that they do this but um you know, I subscribe to Marvel Unlimited. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's on there. And I, yeah, and I always forget that they do that. They they have been known to put on, like, like their OGNs and their Treasury Editions. Or not Treasury Editions, but, like, their... Remember, the, back in the day, um, Duke, you probably remember, they had, like, their original graphic novels that were, like, the oversized, like, oh, like yeah. tabloid size yeah. things. Death um, of Captain Marvel. Yeah, like Death of the the Captain original. Marvel. Yeah. yeah, they have some of those on... Um, uh, Marvel Unlimited 2, but I know they definitely have Rage of Ultron. Nice. So I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I'll, yeah, go for it. I'm gonna probably read that tonight. Sweet. <laughs> like I'm jumping in. <laughs> um I'm gonna put turn on my disco ball. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <and read. laughs>
2: Get in and rage. That's right. Yeah. Rage while you're with your <laughs> poof of hair. Um I picked up uh, Marvel Comics one thousand and I said and I think since I oh, think you mentioned sure. it today like while we were just talking back and forth about the show. And Bam, uh, there it is. That's a cool
0: cover for that one. They had like a I whole had, bunch of covers, right? Yeah,
2: I had to I had to get
0: this yeah, one.
2: No,
1: she sure. helped awesome. I was gonna say, what a surprise. A little bit yeah. of cheesecake. Oh yeah. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> who did that who who did that cover?
2: I can't even remember now. Uh, it looks like a T and a T there. But I'd have to open it and look because but yeah, they had like tons of artists. Listen to that sound. <laughs> 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 crack that open um, Yeah, oh my god Yeah, there were so many uh, covers Is that the one that where
0: each page is a different artist? Yeah, they basically yeah.
2: So, I feel like I'm, I am I might have Or maybe I wanted to talk about this on the last episode And mm-hmm. I, I just didn't get a chance mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I don't think I'm going to find the, uh, the cover artist on this No list, <laughs> Just
0: yet There's like, yeah There's so many 40 to 50
2: artists um, But I, yeah, I love it and it's like a, and even like this image, it's like classic uh, 80s, because it's yeah. like if you look down here in the corner, you got like Gray Hulk and well, black black suit Spider Man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I mean, totally out of the well, 80s. Well, she's there. I
1: mean, she's wearing a Walkman for God's sake. Yeah, she's got the Walkman. Yeah,
2: it's it's an 80s. <laughs> That's totally homage. Um, Thor has the beard.
1: Do you remember the beard? Oh, beard. Uh, yeah, yeah. With, with the armor. Yeah, that was when his his bones were brittle. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so um, Al Ewing actually wrote the majority of this. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard about of, that. <laughs> um, the writer of of uh, Immortal Hulk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, he spun quite the story over, you know, basically over 80 years. Um, um, but each, each page is like a year of mm-hmm. Marvel. Mm-hmm. And so some of them are just like, hey, we're... You know, this, like, uh, you know, the first appearance of The Torch, you know, 1939. Yeah. And so, but it opens with that, and then they, um, but Al Ewing writes a, um, there's a lot of guest artists in the book, but Al Ewing writes, like, this narrative that kind of flows through a lot of the story. And when when it's when he's writing it, you're reading something that's been happening throughout all of the Marvel Universe, and it's like this... They're trying to trace this mask that um, different different characters have worn, and they by the end of the book you find out that it's actually Eternity, the the you know the abstract or whatever, actually gave it t- to man or something, and mm-hmm. um, that you the power when you when you wear this mask you have the power of uh, your enemies. Like you have the same level of power, mm-hmm. so that you're able to meet your enemy at the same level that they're coming at you. Okay. So like that's the power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which so whoever wears it, if they're a galactic scale character, they would have that level of power. Or if they're just in a fist fight, you know they're the same. They're at the same strength of that guy. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like a even. Mm-hmm. But like different yeah. characters wore it throughout, and that's basically like kind of what. So I. I just for that reason, I thought this it made it work. Like it was a little jarring to read, um, because not all of them were like, "Hey, that's the first appearance." Like for instance, 1951, they're like "Strange Tales" premieres. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, and <laughs> then and uh, Darth Vader, you know, they were like uh, the first, you know, Star Wars sold a million copies in 1977. You know, it was the first million-copy book, you know, and um, but I'm like, all right, but Darth Vader. You know, it's not Marvel Universe. Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: But they're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, did they throw uh, did they happen to throw Conan in there at all? Yeah, Conan's did in they? there. Okay.
2: In the 72, I think. Nice. Did they slip Angela or in there? Um Angela I think might be might be in there. I, was I was trying to think trying of other weird
0: remember. milestones or yeah. things that occurred. Deadpool appeared three times. Uh, <laughs> well, of and they, course, and yeah. then
2: they made a a self-referential joke to that. Nice, <laughs> um, but he he appeared, like what they said something like uh you know Cable forms the new mutants mm-hmm. and Deadpool's in the panel and he makes a joke about him, <laughs> you know. But they don't say like Deadpool first yep. appears and then they're yeah. like Deadpool number one, you know, later on, and then like he's back at the end and he's like and hey, Deadpool I'm back. number one again. Yeah, <laughs> he's like hey, I'm back again. Um, <laughs> It was a, it was an interesting read. It actually took me uh two two different sittings to get through it all. Yeah, no, so, it's a, it's um, a thick. It,
1: now, is it yeah. is it self-contained like it's just that issue like that well, tells like the history?
2: Apparently, I mean according I, to the guys at the comic shop, there's a there's another a, issue. There's
0: 1001. Yeah, which is coming out or came out. I it can't may remember. have already uh came out, but But it's, I remember hearing about it. I was like, "Okay, what's what's going on?" That's
2: yeah, I think they just I think they just want to keep trying to run with it and like maybe get more sales, honestly. Sure, well, sure yeah. Yeah. Or or to launch the eterni- it's the Eternity mask and they mm-hmm. may be just trying to launch that as a as a concept, gotcha. you know, um maybe as a book in the future. And then like so. I was
0: telling you they have that the the history of Marvel or whatever it's called, which is yeah. like a six-issue Mark Wade Oh, right thing.
1: Yeah, that's why I heard that was pretty good, but I
0: yeah, it's like it's an interesting idea. It's but it's also weird because of how they're trying to like op- use it as like a blue not maybe not a blueprint but like a
1: it's almost like 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 revisionist history. Yeah, it's like yeah. a revisionist history retcon of like this is what it is. What, this is what it's always well, been. Would that fall into uh, Jared's new genre of comics as the unnecessary? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I believe it would. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's one of
0: those things where you're like, uh, okay, I guess they weren't in Vietnam because we don't want to make Punisher that old. Right. But
1: yeah. it's
0: Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a
0: war.
1: Yeah. It was a war in the jungle. That's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> time is irrelevant. Well, t-
2: time slides in comic books. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah I always thought it's that. It's on a slide. Yeah, exactly. I always. Yeah. Th- thought that it was like there was like a sliding scale that was just understood yeah like you it's know? times
0: just compressed there you're, you just roll uh, with it because because yeah. you know magneto's it was in world war ii and he's he didn't he wasn't cryogenically frozen so if we figure it out he's you know x amount of years old and right why isn't he dead yet yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing and like 10 years like oops you know, in, in the, the but then she says, I don't know. It's whatever. It's comics. Yeah, Roll with it. Yeah, that's better.
1: And the 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 weird and unfortunate thing about <laughs> the 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 whole sliding scale is like, like like to use Magneto again as an example. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, in recent years, like a big part of his character was the fact that he was a Holocaust survivor. Yeah. Yeah. And so now, I What's, guess, I
2: here's. My I always use this because of when I started reading comics. But um, kid, when Kitty Pride appeared, um, I always felt that every five years of comic books was one year for her. Okay. Like for the X Men. Like and that's how I kind of guessed. Then everybody is based on this five year equals one year. Yeah. In book. Mm-hmm. So then I would just try to figure out like maybe how old they are based on that or how old they've become. Yeah, no, I was I was yeah. reading
0: a book. I can't remember what it was. I think it might have been like one of the Bendis Avengers things or X-Men or something but like it was like maybe 2 or 3 years ago and somebody casually mentioned that like Secret Invasion was like 6 months ago in their universe. I'm like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that yeah, was a about, very long time ago. You know, considering
2: all the yeah, all the things they run up against, like how crazy would that yeah
0: they're like oh it was you know civil war one month and then we yeah. had the secret invasion and then we yeah. the Norman Osborn, yeah. Osborn took over for a week um,
2: <laughs> they never get a breather. <laughs> Batman kind of did it too with uh, with all the Robins because they're like well yeah, he has sure. like five Robins oh yeah and he's only been in you he's know only, Batman for five years yeah, yeah, so then I right. was like well it kind of fits my. So My whole he,
1: idea—he goes through robins like we go through like <laughs> yeah. paper towels. Right. The quicker picker-upper. The quicker crime stopper. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna segue then. Speaking of uh, DC, um, I bought the uh, bought and read and thoroughly enjoyed the last issue of Deceased. Oh yeah. The uh. The out of oh, continuity. Oh, the last issue. Yes, the six oh, of six. I didn't read it yet. Oh, it's really good. Well, then I uh, won't say too much about. Well, there's not really a t- ton to spoil. I mean, you saw the. You, did you Superman. read Superman? You read the last issue. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Superman and Flash was great. Yes. Like what a, what a combo of,
1: yeah, destruction. So if you've uh, not been <laughs> following, uh, this uh, DC's this is basically DC's version of uh, Marvel zombies, but um, it was the. Uh, the our uh, the world is infected by the anti-life equation yeah. uh, that was somehow filtered through cyborg in the first issue, and uh, it it you know it, it turns everyone into I mean essentially zombies they're like they're like techno zombies or yeah, something yeah it's like, like a like you can't the um,
2: equation drives you mad and you start yeah. attacking everything that lives right in- including right. yourself like people yeah. tear at their
1: own skin and yeah um. So they've, in this last issue, they've got uh, kind of two sanctuaries. They've got uh, what they call the Gotham Jungle, which is uh, uh, run by uh, Poison Ivy and Harley, uh, where they've got uh, six or seven million people, uh, you know, saved. And then uh, they've uh, got uh, Paradise Island, Themyscira, is another sanctuary. Yeah. Um, where they actually—I th- I thought this was cool. I think it was in the last issue where five. they actually, um, like, between Superman and Wonder Woman, and they—they fr- um, um, they raised Aquaman's the Aquaman's I- wife. Yeah, Mara. Yeah. They—they they raised the island to give yeah. it more landmass right. to 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 hold more people. Yeah. Um, but sadly, in the uh, in issue five, uh, the the Flash gets infected which means he can, uh, he could infect everyone probably in a matter of minutes all over the world because he's the fastest yeah, man alive. He's so he's,
2: literally blazing a trail across the earth.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Superman is the only one who could stop him and he does, but in doing so becomes infected himself. Yeah. And then he flies out into space and you're not sure what happens. But then in this issue, uh, you know, we see the ramifications of his <laughs> infection and it's not good. Um, <laughs> But uh, they, they have a plan. From, from beyond the grave, Batman still has a plan. Of course. Um, so they... Uh, you know, what, what I really liked most about this book was, you know, that in, in the end, it wasn't... I mean, technically, yes, it was Batman who saved the day, but he... You know, he got killed very early on. Yeah. He got killed in, like, the second issue. Yeah. Uh, Superman lasted until issue five. And so, really, the like the big players that are left are um, Wonder one? Woman, uh, Green Green Arrow, Black Canary, who is a Green Lantern now because she right. she kind of inherited uh, Hal wow. Jordan's ring because he got infected. Yeah. Uh, Cyborg, uh, Mara, uh, and a bunch of like you know other like second stringers like um, uh, Firestorm is around and a bunch of other people. Um, and they've created, they've decided, like, they, they figured out, you know, Earth is done. Yeah. We've got, so they've, they've built these arcs to take them away from Earth and to, uh, you know, start new somewhere else. Um, the zombie Superman has something to say about that <laughs> or something to grunt about that. <laughs> um, but there's a, uh, I, but, you know, there's uh, someone come, comes, comes in to help. At the end, I won't say who. Okay. Um, but it and, and the way it ends, it it ends in a way that, like, okay, there could be more of this. There could be more deceased. And I mean, th- this was just such a surprise book. You know what?
2: I, at first, I didn't I didn't like how. I didn't like how they were playing it, at first because, I don't know why. I just was like, this feels feels like the wrong. Like it it's colliding too much with the whole zombie thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like DC's colliding with it instead of uh you know, instead of it kind of joining. But like actually what I liked about it ultimately was that um they still worked it like um the Justice League would work a case. You yeah. know, like they still worked the same way, even though they were getting slaughtered.
1: They were still superheroes. Yeah, and they, they were still, still saving acting
2: people like themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah they, like,
1: yeah, they didn't, like, break down and, like, yeah. turn on each other and... Right. Like, how you see in, like, all the zombie movies yep. and TV shows. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. They, they... They they still
2: act... Yeah, they still acted like heroes, yeah. for sure. And they still acted like themselves in a DC comic mm-hmm. and not in a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, they were like, this is, hey, this is what we're dealing with today. Yep. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. But no, it was it was just a great final issue and I think I really do hope that they do like a follow up to it.
2: I want to my favorite scene probably actually was um I, I really like Lex Luthor's characterization in it. Yeah. And um spoilers, you know, but Metropolis. Metropolis is, you know, one of the you know,
1: victims, you know, the yeah. Oh, and, yeah, that was crazy too the way that happened. Yeah, and was, um Oh yeah, it was it was the Adam, the Adam who was yeah. who was infected, who got inside of Captain Adam, yeah, and infected Captain Adam from the inside. And,
2: Cap- and Captain Adam just nuked. He, he, everything. Yeah, he he
1: he lost control. He I mean, incinerated. He, I mean, Captain Adam is is literally he's a walking atom bomb. Yeah,
2: so he just incinerated it. And like, uh, Luther comes up to Superman and he's just like, "What did they what did they do to our city?" you know and like the way yeah, he was in tears and yeah i was like oh man luth you, you know lex luthor shook mm-hmm. you know and he's like i you know i'm trying to help too and it was like and they they were even like what, what? you know it's too bad you weren't a hero sooner you right. know like to lex luthor cuz <laughs> holy cow we we would do some things yeah and he's like yeah i was too busy robbing banks you know or something <laughs> like that it was kind of funny so.
1: um oh and well and there's also there like towards the end of the issue there's a there's a there's a gut punch too. Uh, well, literally and <laughs> there's a literal gut punch and there's also a, a figurative one where <laughs> um, you know there's there's some in, some information um, revealed about the the anti life virus um, and uh, yeah it, I mean you, you, it's like you can't have a a totally happy ending for a uh, any kind of zombie. Yeah. There, there's always got to be some tragedy. Right. And there's some tragedy here. I mean, ultimately, um, it's a it's a quote-unquote happy ending. Right. But um, yeah, uh, the this like this six-issue deceased series has been just a real just
2: and they even had that spin-off. Real surprise. Did you get the spin-off book?
1: Yes, it was like a one issue, it was called like a good Good, day to, Good die. day to die. Yeah, yeah, and that was really cool because that yeah. had a bunch of uh, like uh, kind of uh, like 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 C list. Yeah, other heroes people. that
2: basically didn't um, get collected up with the the main title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they were but, like uh, fighting. John Constantine was great because he was um, like. He's like, no, I'm going to the bar and and waiting this out. But then he, of course, he's like, oh, I'm a hero. I don't. He kind yep.
1: he gets wrapped up in it no matter what. Yeah, he gets he gets pulled back um, into. Who it. Who else was it? Like like Booster Gold. Yeah, and Booster. Blue that was
2: their plan was to send Booster back and try to change mm-hmm. the outcome. You know, like uh, by changing history. Yeah. And um, that other guy, <laughs> that time cop or whatever, was like, no, I won't let you. Mm-hmm. And then they just screwed that guy over. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was I. I forgot about that. That was a yeah. good issue too. Yeah. But yeah, I, um, I, Duke, I think you'd probably agree with me. But I, w- I would highly recommend. Yeah, picking for sure. this up if if you um, you know, once once it's collected, you if, have to check it out. It sounds yeah, cool. It's a yeah. good read. Yeah, you should definitely read it.
0: Yeah, when they first built it, I wasn't really sure what it was gonna be because that was right around when they announced like three events or whatever. So we were, yeah. I remember
1: we were talking about it. And I was like, ah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like I. But it's, it's like—is it really you're doing another event? But it yeah. was it really was like a like a just this side thing. See that they sh- they should stress that more
0: and when they mm. announce things, just be like, this is standalone. Just like
1: clarify that before it. They like, probably should have made it like a black label. So, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, yeah. That, why not? Like that's. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you'd have to really. You, you could have left it as is because it was. It was violent enough as is. You wouldn't have to like, oh, yeah. oh it's black label. We better add in all kinds you gotta of. You got add like, some more yeah. f bombs or something. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, they could have just made it black <laughs> label because <laughs> everyone knows that black label is out of continuity. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I I feel like just <laughs> deceased is not a great title. Nope. It's kind of like it's, it's kind a, of kind of an eye roll. Yeah, it's it
2: definitely a weird pun. Yeah. Yeah, but is it like DC Ember? Yeah. <laughs> <no. laughs> You're like, hey, watch it. I stand yeah. by that name. Yeah, that's a good name. Um, <laughs> DC Ember. December. Yeah. Yep. Uh, December.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, December is coming up. It buddy. is coming up. You better get your pencils ready. Yeah, that's right. December is where you draw a, a DC character once a uh, once a day during the month of December. Yeah. So it's a good one. It's yeah, it's a good one. yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's <laughs> fun. Um, let's see. We're st- I think we're still good. We probably got a few minutes left. I know yeah. Duke, you got a. Peel out a little early, but we'll probably uh, wrap this up soon. Um, you got anything else to you got?
0: I got one more. Okay. Do you have? Mine, mine's kind of a can of worms <sighs> talk. So. Well,
2: I'll. I'm gonna do this one quick. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, the speaking of black label, DC black label. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked up the Joker Harley Criminal Sanity book. There it is for the viewers at home. Oh, I didn't need, did not I, I, know about this one. I
0: saw that and I was kind of surprised that there was another joker harley book so soon after the harleen book
2: yeah i agree i was like why like they're just um top loading the batman stuff it seems there's also like like, what are you
1: doing to us a solo joker black label book coming out yes yeah there's no shortage it's yeah it's like jeff lemire's writing it i think yeah oh wow that
2: yeah it sounded interesting so this one i guess i wasn't too excited about i'll just start with that (laughs) um like art wise it's it's the writing and art are good. Like mm-hmm. it's just this the story isn't very, isn't cat isn't catching me. Mm-hmm. Um, basically a uh, uh, writer K- uh, Cami Garcia, and then the artists are um, a duo. It's a uh, Miko Su, Su-, Su-, Su- Yan, who does half the art in the book, and then Mike Mayhew does the other half. And it's because they do flashbacks. Sure. Yeah. So, um. Uh, Dr. Harley Quinn in this edition is uh, you know basically investigating a, a case and she's on the trail of a, a serial killer um, who they think is the, the Joker like she thinks it's the Joker but in this story the Joker hasn't been seen for a number of years Okay, and they believe that he's actually just he's dead or gone or whatever and But she's still not quite convinced, you know, that he's gone forever. So that's kind of why she's... I think that's her level of interest in this book. Um, But um, for me, this just feels like a... um, Like, there's some pretty violent images. Mm -hmm. And it feels like, um, like something on Cinemax, you know, or something. Like, it just seems... Uh, like
1: gratuitous? or Like
2: gritty, but not really for a good reason. Oh, okay. Like it's just like, here's a body cut in half on a couch, you know? Yeah, just so gratuitous. Violent, yeah. violent for the sake and, of being violent. But it's also like, my it's not necessarily my preference to um, read crime scene comic books. Sure, yeah. Which is pretty much what this is. So mm-hmm. I think I, I could be the wrong audience for it, too. And the reason I picked it up is because I, I love Mike Mayhew's art. So sure yeah that's why I went with it. Um, he's done incredible work on Star Wars recently and I was like, well wow. and and the for the price I think it was yeah, 5.99, you know, mm-hmm. for a oversized book. Um,
1: are all black label books oversized like that? I think so, uh, yeah. Most of them. Okay. There's
2: a few that aren't.
0: Uh, oh there is I, I want to say that like um, well, White Knight is a black label book, Oh, and okay. that's a regular size comic. So, but okay. yeah, it, it feels like a lot are going towards the magazine size when they're like yeah mm-hmm. these these weird one off like original series yeah. kind of things.
2: Um, but yeah, there wasn't much a uh, for me. There was not much of a hook at all. To I I think this is a three issue series, and I I was just like, okay, it's just going to be a crime book, and I'm just like. Yeah, you know, and it's it's Doctor Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. but it's like our, I don't know yeah. if they're gonna go origin, mm-hmm. you know, or what they're trying to do with this book. But it just seems like it's just a crime investigation, and I'm like, eh, you know, I could watch another forty eight, so you like know, forty eight hours or whatever. Like CSI Gotham. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it, it is kind of like that too, um, but yeah, I could just it's just not my cup of tea. I think so. Mm-hmm. But the art is, you know, awesome. Yeah, for sure. It's all very, very super realistic. So, um, you know, I'll say that about it. So, okay, if if you're into that, pick it up. <laughs> so, okay, okay. Spider Link. <laughs> so, <laughs> um,
0: th- this is the can of worms thing here, but I, uh, I mainlined on the airplane. Um, I was down at Disney. Um but on the flight back and forth I read uh all of Hawks Fox. So Hawks. all of House and House of X oh, and Powers of X. Yeah. Um and I know that you've been willing to talk about yeah. that for like ever, Scott. The so. Can of Worms, yeah. Yeah. Um it was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It was super cool. Uh it was nice to read a Jonathan Hickman book that was self contained. Right. <laughs> like I didn't. <laughs> At first, when I first read the first issues of each part, I was like, "What did I miss?" Yeah, but it turned out I didn't miss anything. It you was just no. the way that they were telling the story. Um, but yeah, it was such an interesting premise. Um, uh, the the main the main premise more more so being um, Mo- Moira's various mutant ability. her mutant ability to be yeah. reincarnated, basically to 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 um run low, low run it every time. Yeah. Uni- like <laughs> every time she died, it nice. run she low got low. a new shot at like yeah. X Men continuity basically. Yeah. I kinda of felt as if it almost addressed like the the conflicting continuities yeah, throughout I all think the years so. of I think so too. of X Men where they're yeah. like, Yeah, time travel, this, that. It's it's fine. It's just each one's a yeah. different timeline. Yeah. Everything else in all the other books play out the same. Don't worry about it. Don't think about it too much. Moira
2: died, I think, at one time. But then they're just like, no, she's back. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, one timeline, she, like, tried to to cure the mutant gene. And then they killed her for it. Yeah. And so she allies with them. And long story short, like, that's how they get to this point that they're currently at. Where she said, hey, uh, I've lived a million lives and it sucks every time here... We need to make an attempt to like do this very specific like master plan of yeah. mine to ensure the the future because of the mutant species.
2: And that's what the whole powers of X was really like the powers of ten, right? Yeah, yeah, that so, yep, there's that. Yeah, by year one thousand, it was like the final confrontation. Yes, and they knew like that was her final thing. Is she found out for sure because a thousand year late, years later, yep, her and Wolverine were the only ones still alive. Yeah, and the, that un, was not the only through, mutants were, that
0: couldn't be killed.
2: Yeah, and it wasn't through hmm. necessarily just their, through them, but it was also through that garden that they were contained in. Yeah, they
0: were contained in some kind of like like, like a zoo basically. Like, yeah, yeah,
2: on Earth, and um, but uh, she found out. She's like, no, we still don't win. Like. Even at the very end of all of this conflict, mm-hmm. the mutants still don't win, and that's what she comes back with, and that's what launches the new series. Yeah, is like she comes back, tells Charles, and then it like, and then it's all of a sudden it's on fast pace in your mind because, like she, she told, you know, you read it in the first issue that she's gonna tell Charles all this stuff, mm-hmm. and then they've unpacked it through over these twelve different yeah. books. And it's like, oh, you know, Hmm. it's like, oh, wow. Okay. And then so then that's where it ends is with them in year one. Like, this is what we're doing now. Like, we, we have the island, we have our, mm-hmm. own, our own sanctuary. our Their own government yeah. and, like, all this stuff. And we and all... Just like, this is, this is how it's going to be in... In our foundational rules.
0: And it feels like everybody's just sort of just like, yeah, sure. Like, they kind of know everybody what's up. Everybody's like, board. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't
2: know if... Except for Sabretooth.
0: <laughs> yeah, except for Sabretooth. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, Not really. But, but yeah, they... Uh, it's hard to tell, but, like, I feel as if... Um, everybody just got on board real quick. They're like, Apocalypse is here? Sure. Mr. Yeah. Sinister? Okay. Like whatever yeah. gorgon like any anybody and everybody yeah. that's ever been like something yeah. good or
1: bad we're just like okay
2: even when they uh you, well I think you read the early issues but yes even when they met the fantastic four and they were like oh
1: yeah that was in the first issue yeah, yeah. yeah. and
2: they're like Franklin you know to Franklin they're like hey you know you're welcome to join us you know yeah when, there was like the, the few people yeah it was like yeah.
0: Franklin and Namor who were kind of oh, like
2: yeah, eh. yeah namor was <laughs> like no nah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they were like, I'm good. I'm the king he's of Atlantis. He's like, I've been yeah. there, done that. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: okay. But they also brought in Mr. Sinister, which was a strange choice, considering he's not a mutant, but he's... Because yeah, Because he's such he's, a, you know, successful genesis. Yeah, exactly. Geneticist.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, that, I guess that's the most interesting part, is just how they made it all work. They're like... Yeah. Uh, you know, Gold Balls is super <laughs> integral to the plan gold of the balls. survival of Mutant. Yes. Oh my god, I forgot about Gold Balls. Because Gold yeah. Balls' balls are like <laughs> are like little, I guess, eggs.
2: They're actually eggs. That, like, that
0: they're like housing, like they are, like in that first issue where they pop out. Those are just genetic. Those are his Gold Balls. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> I love yeah. saying it like that, yeah. <laughs> They, they're genetic uh, clones, and yeah. um, he work. Uh, Professor X works with Forge to create a five different backups across the entire planet oh, yeah. of every single mutant mind that exists through like the use of an upgraded Cerebro. And so there's just like you know backup data. So they
2: have data backups of of every mutant's personality, and they can make any mutant
0: if they die, yeah. basically. It's
2: it's which, it's which wild then, the whole thing's just like really ridiculous crazy. which then they actually did kill off the X-Men in that one plan Yeah yeah, and, yeah they died
0: and then they came back and, and the they're like we
2: got the plan It's yeah. fine
0: yeah yeah <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> mission accomplished yeah. <laughs> even though we all died <laughs> But yeah no the whole the whole premise is just super interesting just how it's all executed I'm like wow Hickman you really like He's a madman.
2: He just he's, thought this all out. Yeah. He just swung for the fences. Yeah, he's a madman, and what? And you're right. Like that's that's the big thing about about Hickman though is, like you know when you when you start reading the first one, you know you're you're in for five years. Yeah. Or more, and you don't know. You're like, oh my god, like is yeah, it ever gonna it, end? even though there's like an ongoing. But you can honestly read yeah. these twelve issues and be. Yeah, like I feel be, like
0: I I want to read the solo X Men book now because yeah. I'm like, okay, this is really good. Right. But I also feel as if, like, you could read this and be like, well, um, okay, cool. And I know the, that there's a new status quo. And then you quote. have
2: the layout for future books if you yeah. don't want to read them. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah,
0: like, if, if you wanted to, like, my initial plan was I was going to look at, like, Marauders or New Mutants yeah. or something. Because I was like, that looks cool. Like, New Mutants especially, especially looked fun. Um, but I don't need to know anything. I don't need to know anything that happened before because none of it matters. Yeah. Like I mean, it matters. Like if co- if they bring up continuity, it's like the new Fifty Two. They're like, oh well, this counts. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. If it doesn't ever get brought up, then I guess it never happened. Right. It didn't happen this in this right. timeline. Right. <laughs> so it, it's it's kind of like a nice fresh slate for X Men <laughs> books, without being like bogged al- down by it's stuff. It's almost
2: like you could also say that actually the entire timeline that of Marvel Comics is Moira's tenth year or tenth life. Like you could say that. Yeah. Right, because like everything that we've read in the comic could be that tenth year. It or could. Tenth-
0: or it could be, or it could be. That's mm, the that's yeah. the interesting part. Right. Like that it's almost it's it's kind of like what he tried to do with Secret Wars, where he was like, yeah. I don't know, they're yeah. the Reed Richards, and they made the new universe, and they're <laughs> yeah. like, eh, forget that. The same idea, yeah. but with the X Men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just you know whatever Moira interfered with would play out differently, and if she didn't interfere, then it's just how it's always been. Yeah. So, like, Spider-Man obviously never got, you know, messed with, with the X-Men continuity, really.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I would imagine. I mean, I'm sure he had whatever little team-ups along the way in the yeah. early years, but beyond hmm. that, whatever. Yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> messes, with, messes with your
0: head. Yep. Yeah. So, highly recommend checking uh, that out. for sure. Not that most, you know... That's uh, honestly... Everybody's yeah. probably already had. but... You know what's so
2: funny is, I, like, when I was going through my box tonight of stuff to mm-hmm. overread. read like, I had to buy, I was like, I think we already talked about the X books, and I think we already talked about Deceased. And I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> all right. Yep. These are the books I've been reading. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm like, yahoo.
0: <laughs> I, I will say, I think, I know that I missed out on the water cooler talk each week, yeah. but I think reading it in one shot is the way to do oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I, I really say so.
2: Oh, I just jumped right into it immediately. Yeah. Every time I, I bought it and I'd. I yeah I hope that it was like once a week, but like yeah, yeah I was yeah. Just like
0: no nah, i'm I'm good. I don't need yeah. to decipher like the <laughs> hidden language or anything and all his pi- pictograms. although they did do the the they did do a whatchamacallit, call the, the the characters what they meant like I'm blanking on the terminology for whatever that's called.
1: Oh, like the, like their language? Yeah, but the oh, language yeah.
0: like they they were like uh, the the a this symbol is a this symbol. Oh is yeah, that, they, that. they do give you that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, a, I can. Key. I didn't feel key. That's that's yeah. a good way to call it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't go back and reread everything, but I tried to decipher a few things in the issue I was reading. I was like, okay, I'm yeah, good. Yeah, I was like, maybe if had like a separate print copy of like, this, tr- and didn't have to flip back more, and forth. Drink more
2: Ovaltine.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> yes, exactly. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so. Read East of West. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it never ends. <laughs> well, we're uh, we're we're nearing the uh, the end yeah. of our our time here at the uh, the most wonderful studio in Beachview, Sorgatron Media Studios. Um, so I think we are going to wrap it up, unless anyone has any final things to to. Imagine. I yeah. don't
0: know where I start and where Spider-Man begins at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this, this is my new identity. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Link. Yep. Into the Linkverse. He's <laughs> just gonna show up at work with this. Into the Linkverse. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch that. Now, the, the, <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> all of a sudden, the, this rift opens up and all these different links come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna pull the cord on on this uh, episode of Comic Book Pit. I can jettison it. Yeah. <laughs> this has been episode uh three thirty. And uh you can just uh since we never really mentioned things like this, uh you can find Comic Book Pit on pretty much all the major major social media outlets, uh Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And you can um always hit us up on any of those uh accounts uh, and you can always email us at comicbookpit at gmail dot com with any questions or suggestions. Or if you just wanna if you just wanna talk. If you just wanna <laughs> rap. Um, we're always there for you. That's what it is. Is Dan's
2: got a little bit of a Bob Ross thing tonight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Happy comic talk.
1: Bob Moss. <laughs> Bob Moss. Uh, so uh, yeah, so um so check us out on any of those uh, platforms Uh, feel free to uh, you know like and subscribe our podcast you can find us on um, uh, Apple Podcasts we're also on Stitcher Spotify and I feel like I'm missing one but those are the main the main places to listen to us and so so we'll leave it at that so this has been episode 330 of the comic book pit I'm Dan and uh, with me in the Sorgaton Media Studios we got Scott see you people free from his restraints <laughs> so, he's I, loose he's loose <laughs> and Spider Link see you, everybody <laughs> alright thanks for listening and we'll see you next time